This last week, Vicki and I and our family, uh, every year at this time, Trinity Fellowship in Amarillo does a series of services uh, that they call Zion, and it's uh, Sunday through Wednesday, and uh, we make an effort every year to go, and the very first night that they have it, Chuck Pierce is there, and he speaks every year, and uh, he has a prophetic ministry and he travels all over the world. Usually when he leaves uh, Amarillo, he goes to Korea. Uh, this year he said he was leaving and going to Mexico. And uh, he talks about the future. He talks about uh, what God's doing and what he's seeing. And so I want to take some time this morning and just share a couple of things with you that I heard him say that I know will encourage you and, and that I know will strengthen you. Let me tell you, all the religions in the world, If you were to take time to study all the religions in the world, there's only one book, the Bible, where the future is predicted. No other religions, no other holy books, so-called holy books in their religions dare to predict the future. There's over 1,200 prophecies in the Old and New Testament where God talks about what's going to happen in the future. Now, you and I know this. God knows our past, he knows our present, and he knows our future. And there's no other religion, there's no other so-called holy person who dares to say what's going to happen tomorrow except for God himself. And God knows our future, and God stakes his reputation on it in the word of God many times. Now, I've said this before. We're a prophetic people. Listen, there's nothing weird about the prophetic. There's nothing weird about prophecy. All it means is, (coughs) excuse me, is that you and I have a future. Listen, I have a future. You have a future. Jeremiah 29, 11, which is one of my life verses, which is on the wall, declares, I have a future. You have a future. I have a future in this life, and I have a future in the next life. You have a future in this life, and you have a future in the next life. You and I are a prophetic people. We're a people with a future. Here's the very first thing Chuck Pierce said. He said, all prophecy is is a road sign. All it is is a road sign. In Power Kids, uh, we have a road sign, and it says one way on it and has an arrow on it. And I'll get up on Wednesday nights and I'll hold up that road sign. It's pretty good size. Then I'll hold it up. And what it means in Power Kids is there's one way to heaven and it's through the Lord Jesus Christ. And the kids know it. And when I hold it up, they'll all holler and they all know what that sign means. Listen, it doesn't matter where you go in your automobile or where you're traveling. If you need directions, you look at road signs. That's what prophecy is. Prophecy is simply a road sign for God saying, hey, this is the way to go. He says it in the word of God. He says it through men and women that he chooses to use to speak. So the first thing this morning I want you to understand is you look forward to 2019 in your family. God has a roadmap for you. He has a roadmap for your life. Amen. Now, we all know it's 2019. It's written right up there. And here's the very first thing he talked about. He talked about how the number nine means goodness. Number nine means goodness. Now, he studies 2019, and then he also takes the Hebrew numbers for the Hebrew calendar. And the very first thing he said was, in 2019, it represents goodness. Now, here's one of the things he said that's going to happen in my life and going to happen in your life. 
He said in 2019, we're going to experience the goodness of God. In 2019, we're going to experience the goodness of God. How many of you like to have that? Amen. All right. You're going to experience the goodness of God. He said, God is moving in this territory. Now, when he says that, he's in Amarillo, Texas. And I believe that's a reference to West Texas, where we all live. You and I both know God is moving in this territory. Amen. Uh, we just got through coming through December. We just got through having three uh, services the weekend before Christmas. We had over 400 people. We had 15 people respond to the gospel. Folks, there was a time in this church where that, if, if you had told me, if you had told me, uh, hey, pastor, there'll be a weekend, you'll have 400 people in church. Well, you could have done my funeral, put flowers on it, and send me on to heaven because I would have thought, my gosh, I'm done. I mean, that's all I could ever hope for or ever dream for. Listen, God is moving in this territory. God is moving in Tulia. He's moving in Swisher County. He's moving in Castro County. He's moving in this territory and in this area, and he's moving in your territory. Now, you just think about those three areas. He's moving in the territory of West Texas. He's moving in Tulia and Swisher County in this area. And he's moving in your territory, your family. What does nine mean? Nine means goodness. And you're going to experience the goodness of God in 2019 in your personal territory, in your personal family, in your children, in your grandchildren, in your great-grandchildren, whatever you've got going on in your life. He said in 2019, you're going to experience God's goodness. Now, I want to read to you this morning out of Ephesians 5. Ephesians 5, it's two verses, Ephesians 5, 15 and 16. And it's out of the New King James Version. Let me get a drink. Ephesians 5, listen to what it says. It says, see then that you walk circumspectly. Now, that's a pretty big weird word, and I know it. All it means is carefully. See that you walk carefully, not as fools, but as wise. Did you know that there's three kinds of people on the earth? There's three kinds. There's the foolish, there's the wise, and there's the evil. There's only three kinds. The foolish, the wise, and the evil. Listen to what the Word of God says. The Word of God says for you and I to walk carefully in 2019, not as fools, but as wise. Now, the Bible says in the Old Testament that the fear of God's the beginning of wisdom. And I know you fear God or you wouldn't be here. And you know, that doesn't mean fear like to be afraid. It means fear of love and respect and awe. You see, I stood on the front row this morning and I worshiped God. Why? Because I have a reverential love and awe and respect for my father. I love him. All right. And so it says in, in, in the Old Testament that if you fear God, it's the beginning of wisdom. And it says right here that you and I are not supposed to be fools, but we're supposed to be wise. Now, here's where I'm going. Verse 16. It says, redeem the time because the days are evil. Listen to what redeem means. Redeem means to buy up or to rescue from loss. To buy up or rescue from loss. Now, what's he talking about here? He's talking about time. Okay, listen to it. Redeem or buy up or rescue from loss the time because the days are evil. Can I ask you a question? As you look back on your life, sometimes you look back on a year that's finished. Do you think to yourself sometimes, man, I wish I could get some of that back? 
man, I wish I hadn't done that, or I wish I hadn't made this decision, or I wish I, I, wish I could get some of that back. You know, I wish I could go back, you know, that joke where we all say, man, you know, if I, know, if I knew what I know now, you know, I, I wouldn't mind going back to high school. Okay, you know, you think, man, I wish I could go back and change some things. Okay, listen to what the Word of God says. The Word of God says for you to buy up and to rescue from loss the time because the days are evil. Now, listen, don't, don't miss this. This is, this is good. We live in a broken world, and we know that, right? God is good. The devil is bad, and the world is broken. And it isn't broken because of God. It's broken because of sin. It's broken because of the fall of man. We live in evil days. The Bible says the whole world is under the spell of the evil one. Now, don't miss this. We live in evil days, but our God is not evil. Okay, our God is not evil. He's a redeemer. He's a deliverer. And he says, I'm going to buy up. I'm going to get together the things that you've lost, the things that you've missed. And I want you to redeem the time because the days are evil. Now, here's what Chuck Pierce said next. Now, you're going to like this. This is good. Anybody in here ever made any mistakes besides Bo and I, right? Okay, listen to what this says. Your mistakes will not hold you back the rest of your life. Your mistakes, have you ever had the devil try to tell you, uh, you're done, that, that's too big, that's too much of a mistake. Man, I wish, you, I wish you hadn't done that because you're never gonna get over that. You're never gonna get over that hump. You're never gonna get over that choice. Have you, you ever heard that before? You have any of that in your life? Okay, what did he say? He said, your mistakes will not hold you back the rest of your life. Do you know why? Because you have a redeeming, delivering father. Amen? Here's the next thing he said. He said, God is resetting your time. God is resetting your time. Now, there's two sentences, and I want to put them together. God is resetting your time, and you will catch up with your promises. You will catch up with your promises. Now, can I, can I just read you those three statements together? Your mistakes will not hold you back the rest of your life because God's a redeemer. God is resetting your time, and you will catch up with your promises. Wow. Do you have anything in your life that God promised you that hadn't happened? Man, we do. I mean, do you have any promises? Do you have anything you've been praying about? Do you have anything that you're trusting God for? Do you have anything in your life that you think, man, God, where are you? God, you said you were gonna do this. God, you said you were gonna come through for that. Okay, what, what, what did Chuck Pierce say? He said, the mistakes that you've made are not gonna hold you back. God is resetting your time and you'll catch up with your promises. Now, I don't know about you, but I've had some of my promises try to outrun me and some of them are pretty fast, amen? God is a redeemer. God is a restorer. God is a deliverer. I heard this week something that really ministered to me personally. The person speaking said this, God is three things. God is all-knowing, God is all-powerful, and God is all-present. Okay? God is all-knowing, God is all-powerful, and God is all-present. And that whatever circumstance you're in right now, God is there with you. Now, I've said this before. One of the mistakes I have made in my Christian walk is sometimes I serve the sky God. 
You know who the sky God is. Well, that's God, and he's way off in heaven somewhere, and I'm on this journey called life, and sometimes I have felt like I'm on my own, which I want you to know is a lie. You're never on your own. Now, here's what I want you to see. Whatever circumstance you're in right now, God is there with you. And when he's there with you, he brings all of his power, he brings all of his knowledge, and he brings all of his presence. Wow. I don't know about you, but that encourages me and that ministers to me. So whether I'm going to the doctor, whether I'm going to the counselor, whether I'm going to the banker, whether I'm going to work, whatever it is, God, you're here with me. You're not away from me. You're with me. Jesus said, and I know you know it, I'll never leave you or forsake you. So as I'm walking on this journey, whatever I'm facing today, whatever I'm facing tomorrow, God is there with me, and he brings his wisdom and his knowledge. He brings his power, and he brings his presence. So you know what? All I have to do is just rest in him. Let me read to you out of Joel. This is in the Old Testament, Joel chapter 2. Let me read you the last statement I gave you. God is resetting your time, and you will catch up with your promises. Joel chapter 2, and I'm going to read, uh, I believe it's Joel chapter 2, verse 25. So I will restore to you the years the swarming locust has eaten. Now, there's more to that verse, but could you just stop right there and notice what it says? There's a word that jumps out at me, and that word always ministers to me, and it's the word restore. Roland, you know what the Lord's doing in your life? He's restoring. He's restoring. I will restore to you your bad decisions. I'll restore to you the years the swarming locust has eaten. The things you've done in your past, the things you've lost along the way, the things that you think, hey, have gotten away, the the blessings of God that you think are too far ahead of you and you're never going to get them. What does God say? He says, I'm going to restore your life. God, that ministers to me. I will restore to you the years the swarming locust has eaten, the crawling locust, the consuming locust, and the chewing locust, my great army which I sent among you. Now, he's talking to the children of Israel in the Old Testament. Here's how I want you to bring it into your life. Those things in your life that you feel like you've lost, those things in your life that you feel like have been stolen from you, those bad choices and bad decisions that you've made, God is saying, I'm going to restore I'm going to restore. Chuck Pierce said, you're going to catch up with your promises. Chuck Pierce said that God is resetting your time. Now, here's what God wants to do. And everything I'm talking about, he wants to do. He says that the kingdom of God will be fully expressed in your life. The kingdom of God will be fully expressed in your life. Now, <clears throat> when you hear that, think, what do you think of? And I don't know what you're thinking of, and I'm not trying to push you in a direction to think about anything. When I think about my life, God, your kingdom is going to be fully expressed in my life. What does that mean to you? I know what it means to me. Hey, God, I thank you that your kingdom, what's the kingdom of God? We've talked about that before in church, right? You don't inherit the pew, you inherit the kingdom. You inherit the blessing, right? Jesus has made unto us wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, redemption, right? The word saved is the Greek word sozo, which means health, blessings, wholeness, grace. What does God say? God says, I'm going to fully express my kingdom through you. Wow. 
Wow, in 2019, Lord, I expect to see your goodness and I expect you to fully express yourself in my life. Pretty good. Pretty good. Now, I'm just barely scratching the surface on what he said. I got three pages worth of notes. Now, I don't mean in my preaching notes. I mean when I was there. I'm writing like a little munchkin, man. I'm, I'm writing as fast as I can. I got three pages worth of stuff that God spoke through him. Listen to it again. The kingdom will be fully expressed in your life. Then here's the last thing I want you to see this morning. God wants to make you a model of the kingdom. Now think about it. God wants to make your family a model of the kingdom. What does that mean? That means when your friends and your neighbors and your family look at you, they see Christ in you and that your life and your family is a model of the kingdom. That's pretty powerful. Now, can I just, is it okay to go back to what I said earlier? I just don't want you to miss it. Your mistakes will not hold you back in 2019. The mistakes you've made in your life won't hold you back the rest of your life. You're going to experience God's goodness this year. He's resetting your time, and you're going to catch up with your promises. God's kingdom is going to be fully expressed in your life, and God wants to make you a model of the kingdom. The Bible says, whatever you put your hands to will be blessed. So if you're married, I just believe your marriage is blessed. If you have children, I believe your children are blessed. If you have grandchildren, I believe they're blessed. Whatever it is, your job, your business, whatever God's doing in your life, in 2019, you're going to see the goodness of God. Now, can I tell you something? And I know it's true for you. I saw the goodness of God in 2018. Did y'all see some of the goodness of God in 2018? Yeah, I did. Now, did I have some stuff? Oh, yeah. I had some stuff, right? We all have some stuff. But I saw the goodness of God in 2018, And God promises you're going to see his goodness in 2019. Is there going to be some stuff? Probably. Probably. But God said, I'm going to bless you. It says so right in his word. I'm going to restore what the enemy's tried to steal from you. You know what happens? The devil steals. Men hoard. Let me say it again. The devil steals. Men hoard. And God gives. For God so loved the world, he gave. See, the devil's a thief. Jesus said he was. The devil comes to kill, to steal, and to destroy. Men are hoarders. Man, I got to shore up. I got to have more. I got to take care of myself. And then God is a giver. Your heavenly father is a giver. Listen. I believe in 2019 at Tulia Christian Fellowship, in my family, in your family, in our city, in our county, in our territory in West Texas, we're going to see the goodness of God. Roland, you're going to see the goodness of God in 2019. Each one of you are going to see the goodness of God in 2019. Amen? And I believe it's coming in my life and coming in your life, and you're going to see more of it in 2019 than you did in 2018. 2019's your year. You said it already. 2019 is our year. How many of you want 2019 to be your year? Man, 2019 is my year. Whatever that, whatever that is that you need, it's my year. Amen? All right, y'all stand up and let's pray. <coughs> Excuse me.
Father God, I thank you for your promises in your word. And Lord, I thank you in 2019, we're gonna see your goodness, that the number nine itself means goodness. And that, Father God, the things that have been stolen from us are gonna be restored back to us. And that we're gonna see your goodness in our family, in our lives, in our bodies, in our minds. Father God, thank you for your love. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your blessing. Father, I'm grateful for what you're doing in our lives. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Everybody said? Amen. Amen. Praise God. I love you. Go and be blessed and have a great day.